you for listening to Fit Inspired Mama Podcast. This is your host, Nishma Karim. Today is season two where I start interviewing men. The number one question women have when it comes to men is what do they really want from a relationship? Of course, there is many answers to this question and there is no way everyone will answer that question the same way. So come on in and let's see what these men really want. See you soon. Here he is, the one and only Aray Wright. The reason I actually have him on my podcast today is for various reasons. One is because Aray actually inspires me fully with everything that he does, everything that he brings to the table, who he is, and the stuff that he does. The other reason is because Aray is one of the background guys that has helped me and is helping me with the amazing book that I just recently wrote and it's called Battling the Worst, Awakening the New. He's helping me with marketing the book and at the end of the day, he has so much that he does that inspires me. I had to not just bring him about just about him, but also a little bit about what he thinks men really want in a relationship. I had to do them both and this is a podcast to listen to. A little bio about Aerie. He is a tenacious, creative, persistent individual. Adrian Wright is a president of Real Talk Inc., a podcast and outreach ministry for those who are broken and hurting from their past. As a master life coach and entrepreneur, Adrian is an expert on writing devotionals, preaching, and mentoring young adults. When he's not bringing heat to the microphone, Adrian enjoys watching wrestling, reading, and spending time with his family. To learn more about Adrian Wright and Real Talk, first, listen to this podcast, and two, visit his show on iTunes or check him out on YouTube. Let's enjoy this conversation with me and Aray. Thank you so much. I am here with the most amazing person that I've got to know, and I'm so excited to share with all of you, Ere. And the reason I have you here, Ere, is honestly, the reason I have you here for my season two is not just to ask you and talk to you about the relationship, why do men love relationships, but I want to get to know, I want to know you, because you personally inspire me just who you are. And I want the audience to know that the reason I chose you for this topic is because I see confidence in you. I see this amazing person that inspires the world and that you work towards your goals. There's no fear. There's this amazing person behind the scene before I contact you about, hey, what do you want in a relationship? So before we answer any of those amazing, fun questions, I want to talk about you. I want to see you. You are my biggest inspiration. You have a podcast episode. You've written books. You have accomplished so much that I want you to tell me, tell the audience what brought you about your podcast show, about everything about you. And and how did you get motivated? And how did you start all of this stuff? Wow. So first I want to say, Wow, what, what, I, I am I am super humbled uh, to be here. This is actually I tell people this all the time. This is no cap. I've told you this so so many times. Your podcast show is actually one of my favorite podcast shows, um, especially because like it helps me like in my my personal 
relationship and, and marriage to uh, my lovely wife, Amanda. So I want to tell you like right now, cause you know, like um, they, they have dubbed me the, the, the podcast King. So I'm yeah. going to say, I'm going to tell everyone right now, right now I'm giving you the title of the podcast queen oh, because you're you. killing it. You're rocking it. Yeah. Uh, the hottest, one of the hottest shows, man. I mean, you, oh man, the stuff you talk about is amazing. Um, even like, I don't, when I get behind on podcast shows, like I just kind of just go to the next episode, but with you, if I get behind on your show, I'm like, yo, I got to see what she just talked about a couple <laughs> weeks ago before I move forward. So keep killing. I just want to say, keep killing it. But ultimately first and foremost, uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, it is truly an honor and a privilege. I am, I'm humbled to be here. This is I'm feeling like, you know, that team that, that gets to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like this is my Super Bowl moment, you know, so I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. So um, what, how I got here, man, that very, very good question. Like, well, so, you know, back in 2009, uh, my sister was murdered and um, she was, you know, real, real quick story. She, you know, she was shot five times by um, her husband uh, who, uh, then after took her his her life, he laid next to her and shot himself in the head. And you know, this is just through that whole ordeal. Of course, you know, you go through you go through feelings of grief, and you know, you, you go through this. Oh God, why did you allow this to happen? And you, you're angry, and you're throwing your hands up at God, and then you come to this place where you realize, you know what? This is just a broken world with broken people. So from 2009, after, you know, I, I lost my sister and even the, the crazy thing is my, me and my brother-in-law were pretty close. Um, he taught me a lot of stuff about, you know, how to be a man and things like that. And um, so I, I lost more than just my sister, who I was also close to. I lost one of my, my both, both of my best friends at the time, you know. And, and so from there, I made up in my mind that, you know what, people need hope. Yeah. And um, we may be, you know, through our podcast shows, through our books, we may be the only hope some people ever encounter. And, yeah. and so um, ever since then, I have just really had this, my mind has just been made up and focused on that no matter what avenue, no matter what road it is, I want to give people inspiration. I want to give people hope, you know, whether that's, you know, biblically speaking, or if that's just like, hey, keep your head up you know, or if I'm just giving them some Usher lyrics, you know, hey, you know, you got it bad, whatever, you know, keep doing your thing. Uh, but people need hope. And so from there, um, a few years later, I came across um, doing radio stuff. And the cool thing about radio is that, you know, you can put an episode out and let the episode rock for weeks, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, before you even think about doing something different. But I, I wanted to do more. And so then this, I heard about this thing called podcasting. I had no idea what it was. And so I looked into it. I started doing it. And in the beginning, this is probably right around 2014, wow. 2014, 2013, around that time. And I did more explaining what a podcast was than actually getting people listening to my podcast. So my, my, my start to podcasting was really, really slow. Um, but over time, it, I kept going, I kept going, um, because I just, it, it just goes back to the message of hope. Um, I knew that if it was just one person listening, and I'm telling you, when I first started, I had two to three downloads weekly. That's all I would, I mean, two to three downloads monthly. That's it. 
Um, and it was kind of, it was, it was discouraging, but I knew like, yo, if it's just these two or three people that I ever reach, then I've done, I've done my Amazing. job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so from there, um, anybody who's just starting out podcasting, hear me out. If you want to, if you want to be great, stay consistent. So yeah. there, there's stay consistent, work hard. You know, like if you have this dream of having whatever your dream is, dreams don't work unless you work. And if you can dream it, you can work it. Um, and there's this, there's this Greek word uh, for, for Nike and, you know, it's called, and it's victory. And so, you know, Nike has their slogan, just do it. And so I I'm telling everyone right now, like if that's, if you want to be a podcaster, if you want to write a book, whatever it is you want to do in life, just do it. Just Nike, because you have the victory living inside of you that once you tap into your greatness, once you tap into your potential, once you tap into who you are and who you're meant to be in this world, no, nothing and no one will stop you because you have that victory. You have, you're more than a conqueror and uh, you can do, you're unstoppable. And so once I had that mind frame and once I tapped into that and stayed consistent and started really working and pushing, um, really, um, let's fast forward a little bit to, you know, the books now, um, coronavirus hits, it's 2020. Yeah. And a lot of people around me losing their jobs, uh, losing their minds. Uh, you know, especially if you're, you're an outgoing person and you love to go out and stuff like that. Uh, and then now you're told you can't do anything. And then like, if you, you know, you're sick already and you're battling other stuff, then you're just, you're just afraid. You, you're just living in this hopeless state. And so I wrote my first book in 2020 um, and it's called the hope project. And the goal was that just like the goal has been for, you know, everything I do in my life is to give people hope and, and to let them know no matter what situation uh, you're facing, no matter what life throws at you, um, there's hope. There's hope yeah. there, 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 you know, whatever you believe for me, that's God, that's Jesus, whatever you believe in though, like tap into that, tap into your faith and tap into that hope and, and the hope that a lot of people, I love the Hebrew word for hope. Um, and that word is not, um, you know, is, is you know, I, when we say hope, it's like, I hope this works out. And there's this doubt, like, I'm not sure. But when you look at the Hebrew, Hebrew word for hope, it's this, this surety that I know that this is going to work out without a shadow of a doubt. And so that was the whole, that was the premise of, of the hope project. And from there, after I dropped the whole project, after I dropped that book, I saw my podcast show, like I started getting ranked on these different places and these different websites. And so now I have a, I have two ranked top five podcast shows, which is Real Talk with A-Ray and my, uh, my interview show that is not near as good as yours, not oh, near as good. Um, um, and that's called one-on-one with A-Ray. And so like from the from the books from the podcast shows um from going back to two, 2009 when I lost um my sister and my brother-in-law it's always just been about giving people hope and give them giving them that that thing they need to just keep going no matter what they're facing and so then uh confessions comes around after I write the whole project and I'm gonna be honest with you I don't think I, I've only shared this with one other person and that was just actually yesterday. Her name's Jaden. Shout out to her. And I actually went through a nervous breakdown. Like I checked into a facility and all that because I lost my mind writing confessions because the, the pressure of just trying to outdo 
the whole project because I felt like it did so well not that it so millions of copies or anything but yeah. like pe- people bought it so I was like well people are actually buying the book like that's crazy you know right. so um so with confessions I had a lot of stress and a lot of pressure and a lot of anxiety and just uh, even went through a, a, a bout of depression there and but you know when I when I went through all that and just coming out on on top of that I put the book out finally and then it hits number one new release and on Amazon, which I, I don't know. Some people say it's a, not a big deal. To me, it's a huge deal because I'm like, yo, back in back in fifth grade, I couldn't even spell. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's such a um, big deal. Right, yeah. So, uh, you know, and confessions really just had to do with, uh, you know, I am a licensed or, or ordained pastor and it just really had to deal with that like, yo, I'm a human just like everyone else. I have struggles. I have things I deal with. Um, I mean, honestly, I, I mean, right now I, I'm vaping, you know, somebody may look at them like, oh, you're going to hell or something, you know? So <laughs> like, I, I have things I struggle with and I deal with and I have bad habits and all that. And so that's what confessions was about. It was about confessing those things, but also realizing that those bad habits, those problems, those troubles or whatever, those also make you who you are today. Yes. And so I wouldn't change up or switch up for anything. I would go through all of everything I've been through, um, all over again, it, especially if I knew it was going to lead me right here to this very moment. So yeah, um, that's that's how we that's how we got here. That's how we started doing what we doing, you know. And I'm loving it, like you know, da 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 da. I'm loving it. That's McDonald's, right? Yeah. So I yeah. I love it because one is you're right. It's what happens to us and all the things that we go through that makes us who we are today. And I think that's just, that is one of the biggest lessons we learn in life is what we go through is what happens in the future, how we decide to live our future. Right. And first of all, I want to say, I'm really sorry about your sister. I, I truly am um, that I never knew about that before. So thank you for sharing that with us oh, yeah. and everything that you've gone through, like all your everything you went through, even the confession that you were going through and that you were breaking down, you know, it shows the kind of person you are. And today you are that confident, the most amazing, fearful man that I know that I can, I can see that in you and you can conquer the world just because of everything that you've gone through. And this is why, this is why I brought you here because I want you to be the highlight of woman to know that this is who we're talking about today so this airy is now going to tell us all about what he wants in a relationship and this is where the topic starts (laughs) what do i want in a relationship so um man such a good such a good thought-provoking question and i think you know and i can't speak for everyone of course you know um but what i want in a relationship is is someone that I can, we can be friends. Yes. I, I want, I want, I want that, I, you know, Amanda, my wife, uh, my best friend. She honestly, she's my best friend. Um, and before, you know, and I was just telling you before the show started, like, yo, this is my second marriage. And you was like, hey, don't even worry about that. You know, yeah. so I was, thank you for saying that. Cause I, I do worry about that from time to time. But um, um, before um, I met Amanda and I was married to another lady, um, we weren't there there was no friendship there it, it was more like i'm climbing up in ministry you know and everybody's saying i need why this that, and the other so it was more like a, a business type deal and it was and we were so young and so dumb and we didn't 
we didn't do it for all the right reasons, but being with uh, someone that can be your best friend is a game changer. You can laugh and you can joke um, and you can come to, you know, each other and be each other's support system. And, you know, when, when that person goes through something, you go through some, you go through that with them as well. You know what I mean? Um, and then what I love about it is that so many times people say, you know, a relationship should be a hundred hundred. And I do not believe that because there's a lot of times I'm working with 30% and she has to work with everything else and vice versa. Sometimes I'm, she's working with 50 and I got the other 50 and we put that together and we make a hundred, you know? So, um, and I think that's so important to have in, in any relationship, because um, if not, it, one person can feel like they're carrying all the load, all the all the the troubles and problems of life, and then relationship problems and kids problems and work problems and all that, and then you kind of explode and you and you break down. But when you have someone that you can share your burdens with, it's a game changer. It's a game changer. And then not only the bad times, but also the good times, because. Um, the, and the thing I love about Amanda is that when, when I win, she wins, um, yeah. when she wins, I win, uh, she just actually finished taking a, a big, big test for the nursing program to go on to the next level. And she needed to pass this. And I felt like, I, I feel like I'm about to be a nurse, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? And, and that's just, that's just how, how close we are. That's our bond. And, and I love that. And so that's one thing, like someone that you, you can be more than just, you know, more than just lovers, but lovers and friends, yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then I think another thing is being with someone that understands you, you know, understands that, oh, there's depression. There's, you know, for me, I'm, I'm ADHD. And that is, if you look into to people who have ADHD, they have really, they have a hard time with relationships already. So being with someone who understands that and worked with you through your, you know, your flaws or your, your chemical brain imbalances and all that, and, and understands like, yo, I'm going to love you anyway. I'm, I'm going to love you even when you're being unlovable. I, I think that's just, to me, that's just so sexy. It's, it's, yeah. It's, you know what I mean? It's, it's so exciting. Like, yeah. yo, I just, I'm, I'm over here acting the fool and, and you still love me? Like, that's crazy. And, and I think that's so important to have grace in relationships Yeah. Um, because you never know what, I mean, if you're, especially if you don't communicate, you got to communicate in relationships, you know, you've got to, but you never know what someone doesn't feel comfortable with communicating with, but just knowing that, look, I don't know why you did what you did, but one day we, we got to talk about it one day, but today I'm just going to hold you down today. I'm just going to rock with you. And, and I think that's for me, that's, that's what I want in a relationship. That's what I have right now. And it is, it's so beautiful. I love it. I, I love it. I'm going to go back a little bit about what yes. you said before. And you had talked to me a little bit about, Oh, this is my second marriage. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're absolutely right. There's one thing I've learned in my life and I want to share this only because I want everyone else to know that, you know, when you, when you talk about who you are and the person that you are, I believe individually, we all make mistakes in our life uh-huh. and whatever mistake we make, it has to do with our mistake. What other people think or say has nothing to do with what happens to us. Mm, so when you have that second marriage, I'm like, that's fine. That's great. Amazing. Right. You know what? Because you yeah. probably learned something on your first one and now you're, you're enjoying something on your second one. And you know what? The best part about it is that, we all live a beautiful life, no matter what happens, right? Mm-hmm. 
The other thing I also wanted to highlight is you're right. We need to have a best friend with us. You're Mm -hmm. right. Our relationship needs to be that best friend relationship. You know, I, I have to bring my husband up on this one. He truly is the, the rock in our relationship. When I was going through my postpartum depression, he didn't just leave. He was there by my side all the way through till today. And he's never said, I'm never going, I don't understand you. I don't know what's wrong with you. Even if he didn't understand me, he was still by my side. Right. Right. right? And all my achievements and all his achievements, we've been celebrating together. So when you say that, that's what you want in a relationship. It makes me smile because I, now I feel like you're right. You know, that partner needs to be your 50, 50, I would say. 50 50 right right, right. 50% yeah, yeah. of the time I can bring it in 50% of the time he can bring it in and we make that 100% together that 100, yeah I love it I love that I love that and, and you know I, and I love it because like I think society gives this unrealistic expectation yeah. for um for for marriage and relationships especially men I think I think men have a hard time because like for example like it, I'm not the guy that's going to change the tire on the car. That's not me. You know, that, that's not me, but guess what? I'm the guy who's going to call the guy that can do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I'm, I'm cool with that guy. And so, yeah. um, I think a lot of times like, um, women, they, they look at these unrealistic expectations. Uh, like if he can't change the tire, if he can't do this, that, and the other, he's not really a man. That's just a little boy. Well, I'm like, yo, to me, a man is someone, if I can't do it, I'm either going to learn how to do it or I'm going to find someone that can do it and teach me to do it. Or I'm just going to find someone to do it and get the job done so that you can have peace of mind. You don't have to worry about if you're going to have a flat tire tomorrow, you know, but I, I just, I hate that so many women um, and it's not everybody, but a lot of women, they just have this, uh, this crazy thought that like, if a man can't do manly things, if he doesn't watch <laughs> football and stuff, he's not a man. I'm not, and see, I'm not a football guy. I'm a lifetime movie network dude. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm a PS, I love you notebook type of guy. You know, that's the type of guy I am. And you know, some women, they, uh, they don't like emotional men. And, and to me, I'm an emotional guy. You know, I, I can be, I can be sensitive, but not sensitive to the point where I can't laugh and joke. But I can be sensitive to 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 my feelings, to how she's feeling or whatever. And a lot of times that's frowned upon. And, and I hate that because I think some of the best people in the world are people who who can tap into their emotions and share their emotions and share their sensitivity in a healthy way. And because I think once you do that, there there is a level of growth that happens that does does not and will not happen if you keep everything all bottled in. Like, yo, if I'm hurting, I'm gonna cry. You know what I'm saying? I'm not no crybaby, but I'm not going to sit there, you know, you know, because my pops was one of those guys that like, hey, man, don't cry, you know. But when I got older, like, I was like, yo, pops, I cry, <laughs> you know, so and I'm a man, you know. So um, I, I think those that's just so important um, to have in in the relationship and in the man. And I'm not saying like not every guy is going to be like that, you know. No, uh, I used to I used to have that mindset where I used to be like, OK, my husband can't put up a a picture on the wall but ended up happening that he did the four holes but yet he still put that picture up and it still stays like you know he did an amazing job but he's also i I see it yeah like there's a lot of women like i'm the kind of person where i would change that tire Mm, if you showed me how to do it i would do it yet he's not right so again like you said it's it's amazing how 
you know, no matter what the situation is, we're going to work together. And I, I actually enjoy the emotional man, honestly speaking, because then we can both be emotional together. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. Have a good time, you know, uh, crying and all tissues and all, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, And and I think a lot of, um, I think a lot of men kind of really, you know, they really miss out on great women because they refuse to open up and, and they refuse to open up because the time they did open up, they unfortunately opened up to the wrong woman who disrespected them, played them or whatever. And so then they have this cocoon or this wall or this bridge now that like, now they'll never do it. They'll never open up again because they've been hurt. And if that's you, if that's any dude out there, listen, man, not all women are the same. Like, just like how not all men are the same. Not all women are the same. Open up, let that girl in, put the ring on her finger. You know you want to. So just do it, man. You know, so. Exactly. Yeah. So here's yeah, another yeah. question. <clears throat> Let's do it. What are big, what are your big turnoffs for a guy? Oh, big turnoffs. Drama. Drama. <laughs> All right, listen, ain't nobody got time for the drama. Like, keep it at your mama house. You know what I mean? Like, you I, just I mean, said, you just said you want emotional. So we are <laughs> emotional. Okay. Right. <laughs> Um, I mean, okay, let me let me clarify that. I mean, the messy type of drama where like, like, uh, you start stuff just to, you know, get a reaction from me, you know, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Like a bad like, I don't know. I think it's because of uh, my my past, uh, my past marriage. I say that because like, everything could be cool. And then out of nowhere, there's a problem. There's some type of dramatic thing going on. I'm like, yo, what? I just changed the channel. Why are you mad? You know, like, <laughs> you wasn't even here watching TV with me, you know? So, um, but, but the drama, and I say, because there's, there's certain drama, like drama happens, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But when you create drama, like when you create nothing out of something, like you're some type of God, then I got I got to I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. But Do you I think can, that, do you think drama happens because, um, we're not so confident in ourselves. We were trying to see if the man will give us a reaction to mm. the, the, we want a type of reaction from our man to feel more confident in ourselves. Yeah. You know, I think that can be part of it, but I think I, I, I like that. And I kind of, let's stay right there just for a second, because I think, yes, I want to say yes to mm. that. Um, because sometimes there, a woman can create the drama to see like, yo, if he reacts a certain way, then he loves me. But if he doesn't react, then he don't care nothing about me. And so sometimes, sometimes that happens to see like, yo, she want to test where he's at. But then there's this other drama that sometimes people can be so used to messy and living messy and gossiping and lying and backbiting that when, when it's a peaceful situation, they have to create something because peace is not normal to them. Drama and war is what's normal for them. So when, you know, I've dated women straight up that I'll never forget this college. I'm in college. Shout out to this chick. Um, Am I allowed to, I can say what I want. I'm already a kid. Her name's Chandra. So shout out to her, I guess. Um, And I remember we're dating and she's straight up. We broke up because she said like, this is too real. This is too good to be true. I'm like, what? what? Like, I'm, I'm a good person. Like, yo, I'm just, I got, I got a thing for you. So I'm going to be, I'm going to treat you right. You know what I'm saying? But she was so used to drama and she was so used to mess and she was so used to the, 
you know, baby daddy, baby mama type situations. And with at that, I don't have no baby mama at this time. I don't have those type of situations going on. I can just open the car door for you, take you out to get something to eat, take you to get a movie, hold your hand, whatever. Like it's going to be peaceful, peaceful. But because so many people, so many women have been treated so bad by men, unfortunately, that when they do encounter a good man, it's like a fairy tale. They think it's a Disney movie and it's not. It's the real death. This is how it's supposed to be, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so um, I think that's another part of it, you know, w- with the drama thing as well, that like some women just aren't used to having a good man in their life. And it makes very, it makes a lot of sense. I think I was one of those women before. <laughs> I, feel you. I, feel you. I, I, I guarantee you, um, we learn through our like, you know, basically we, we learn through going through processes in life and those dramas that we put towards it's, I think we're like looking for some kind of a connection or some kind of a, something that will make us feel better about ourselves, but yet we can't find that connection. So we start the drama just so we can get that connection. And when we don't get it, that's when we blow up. Like we're not getting what we want. So why are we not getting what we want yet? We can't, why are we just not telling why are we just not saying to our man that this is the problem that I'm having? I'm having an issue and I just need a little bit of time to work on it. Right. right? Yeah, now yeah. I just right, tell right. my husband, right? Listen, I'm not in a good mood right now. There's something bothering me. So just give me some time before yeah, I right. start that drama and you have no <laughs> idea what's really going on with me. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, another thing I was thinking about too, also is that, um, fight. now I don't know all the names of the brain and all that stuff. So yeah. forgive me, but when when you get into a fight and mm-hmm. like you know normally after a good fight you have a good love making session you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. so a lot of times what happens is that you know fights or drama can be created because ultimately our brain subconsciously knows that like after this craziness we get to release those feel good endorphins from sex you know what i'm saying and so a lot of times that also you know I, now that type of drama you know that's, I can vibe with that, but it's when you get, it's, it's when that's a normal thing. Like, oh man, we about to fight. Yes. Yes. If you want sex, just say you want to get it in. You, know, you, don't, you don't have to, you don't have to start a fight over nothing. You know, I'm, I'm in, you know, there's a saying that um, women have to be in the mood, but men just have to be in the room. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Look, you don't have to cause a fight. I, if I'm in the room and you start taking off the clothes, Hey, baby, let's go. You know what I'm saying? So but I think a lot of times, though, like, you know, because our brain releases those feel good endorphins after, you know, um, you know, the argument because the argument leads to the kissing and the kissing leads to the baby making. Um, and so, like, a, a lot of times that's what happens, um, which can be cool until, you know, that's all you're doing 24 <laughs> seven, you know, then yeah. it's not cool. You know what no, I mean? So, yeah. Well, that, that came to my other question is, um, do you think that finding in a relationship is healthy or do you think it should be avoided? Mm. So I guess for you. It's, it's a healthy thing, right? Right, yeah. So, like, uh, there's rules to fighting. There's rules to fighting. Um, right. Spe- especially in the right household. We, you don't, you know, you, if we're fighting over, uh, for example, let me give you a real-life scenario. I, um, I'm crazy busy with work. And if I'm not working, then I'm working on a podcast. If I'm not working on a podcast, I'm writing a book. Um, or I'm, I'm, I have a, I'm also a life coach. I'm a master life coach, and uh, cognitive behavior therapy is my focus. And so if I'm not doing any of that stuff, I'm not meeting with a client, then I'm watching TV, Netflix, The Flash, Green Arrow, Superman, all that. So Amanda, she's like, listen, I need you to help more around the house. 
And so we get into this big, big argument and it blows up. But the thing was that she said she wanted me to help more around the house, but that's not how the argument really came about. It came about me having to teach. She said the TV's too loud. And then you just exploded. I'm like, wait a minute. What's, what's the deeper thing here? <laughs> and so um, it came down to like, oh, she wanted more help around the house. So I, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to start helping more around the house. And to this day, I'm, I'm helping more around the house. I'm like, golly, the laundry never ends around here. I see why you needed some help. Like it's a never ending thing. So, um, but, but there's rules to fighting. There's rules to fighting. So like um, if when you can't avoid a fight, if you avoid a fight, you know, it's going to come out one way or, or the other, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So um, my deal is never fight, never, never hit below the belt, never hit below the belt. Cause a lot of times what happens is I can share an intimate moment with you, or I can share something that went through this, you know, that probably almost destroyed my whole life. And then, you know, now you're mad at me and you're like, that's why your mama don't love you, you know? And so like, that's fighting that that's, that's below the belt. You know, if you're going to fight, talk about the situation at hand and then never end it without some type of solution. And sometimes you may not get a solution that day, you know, mm. um, but you, there has to be some type of agreement where you're saying like, you know, for example, I've said on plenty of occasions, listen, I don't know what I have to do, um, but I'll figure that out. I'll figure that out and we'll go from there. And then I'll let you know when I figure that out. Or sometimes uh, she may have a solution and, and I'm like, okay, cool. I can, I'll try that. Um, but I think fighting is definitely healthy um, if you're fighting fair, but there all, there's all, there always should be a solution to that fight. Cause you know, if, for example, let's go back. If Amanda said, like, I need help around the house, and that's why I'm so angry and whatever, whatever, because I'm so overwhelmed um, with all the stuff I have to do at work and then come home to this or whatever. And our house is like, I don't want to make it seem to be like, like we live dirty or nothing like that. We, like, half the time, like, she's like cleaning up. I'm like, what are you cleaning? It's already clean. Like, <laughs> yeah. you, need the, you need the dust. I'm like, oh, we, we're dusting now. Okay. So, but um, if I never, if I said after that whole ordeal, if I said, all right, cool, uh, I'll start helping out. And then I never helped out. And it was the same old, same old. That's when, you know, the fight was in vain. So you can have a good fight if it leads you somewhere, if it leads to a solution, if it leads to something getting better, which every fight should lead to something getting better. It shouldn't just be out there and then nothing ever happens. Something has to happen. Something has to change. And I think like that's, it goes back to the 50, 50 thing. Like, um, it's not all on the women, on a woman to clean the house, you know, Hey, man, hey this is my house too. I live here too. So hey, I need to help out more as well. So, um, fighting is, I love, I mean, I, I, I love the results from fighting when we get down to the solution. I love it. That that's amazing. That's really good to know because yes, fighting is healthy and in, in, in the right ways, I guess you're right. It is a healthy situation in the right ways. It depends on what kind of fighting we're really talking about because there are, could be abusive fighting too. Mm, and that is yeah. something you really need to look into if that is the case, mm -hmm. but this regular fighting just for a regular thing that happens, like you said, you know, helping around the house. Yes. That's, that, that's right, right. understandable. Yeah. As long as two people can come to an agreement at the end of the call and maybe lead to sex, like you said, later on. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, 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 rock the boat time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. But no, like for real though, like on another serious note though, for real, like if it's, uh, if y'all hitting and slapping and fighting, y'all got to cut that out and get some help and, and 
possibly, I would say, uh, yeah. break up. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, ultimately, that, going back to, you know, I said about my sister, that was the thing for her and her husband. They were always fighting like that. And I'm not talking about like fighting over laundry. I'm talking about fist fighting and stuff like that. And and that was, it was abusive relationship. So like, if that's what, if that's what you're going through, get some help, get away from that situation. I know it's not easy, uh, but reach out, um, reach out to someone close to you. If you, hey, if you need to reach out to one of us, do that. We can probably point you in the right direction, uh, but uh, abusive fighting really, at the end of the day, it's only going to, it's, it's, it can end really bad. I'm going to say that. I've seen Absolutely. It end really bad, so yeah. Yeah. Thank you for saying that. Okay. So next question, what is your favorite thing for a woman to wear? Oh man. Oh man. The birthday <laughs> suit. The birthday. <laughs> no, <laughs> all jokes aside, you know, um, so I love when uh, Amanda wears my shirts to bed. Um, you know, not, you know my white t-shirts, uh, nothing but the little, you know, the little sexy lingerie on underneath. Not even the lingerie, just the little sexy, cute little panties. You know, um, I think that is the most oddest thing. But now, if we're going out, you know, the tight jeans. You know what I'm tight saying? Jeans. Yeah. The nice shirt. Um, and then depending on where we're going, like if we're just kind of going to get a burger or something, then that's the fit, the jeans and the little nice shirt. But if we're going out fancy, fancy, whatever, uh, you know, a little little red dress, little black dress, you know, a little short one. Now I'm talking about like you can get kicked out of high school, you know, yeah. you, can't wear this, you can't wear this to school type dress uh, with some nice little cute heels on. I think that's the hottest thing in the world. When Amanda puts on them heels, I'm like, golly, we may not even make it to the car, baby. So, <laughs> Yeah, I love yeah. it. That is that is that's amazing. That's really cute. I, I like listening to that when a man talks about how they would love to see a woman dress. And that yeah. really does make a woman feel sexy. And I think that is it's a great attribute to keep together is when you're able to see that this is what your man likes. How do we impress him? You know, that's really cool. Right. I love it. I love yeah. it. And, and gentlemen, watch your lady get dressed. I'm telling you, if you if you've never done that, just watch her put it on because like it's it's the it's the hottest thing in the world. I'm like, oh, that's what you're wearing. That's how you're doing that. Okay. All right. Do <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah. it. All right. Here's another fun question. What would you prefer to cook a romantic dinner or do the romantic or would you rather do the romantic dishes instead? Mm. The dishes, because <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, it ain't gonna be nothing romantic about my cooking uh the definitely I, i'd hit the dishes though in a heartbeat and and i think it's one of those things though um like if i uh you know if i kind of got the meal together like as far as you know getting something out and then bringing it in lighting the, the candles and then you know kind of doing it like that then putting it on the dishes you know uh make it look like i actually cooked um but actually, like she, she'll know. I mean, Amanda's gonna know. I because I I suck. Only thing I can cook is noodles. So, um, but I'd rather do the dishes. And I think really um, doing the dishes, but having her in the in the kitchen with me, so we can talk. You know, I think that's the coolest thing. Or just doing the dishes. She's in the same room with me. We got the music playing. Just vibing together. So that's that's where I am. And I don't even like dishes like that. But that's what I would prefer. I love that. I love that vibe that you just put together, you know, doing the dishes, you know, she's there helping you out. You had a romantic, beautiful dinner, having the music and cleaning up together and just having that conversation, just 
wow, I, I can see that happening. And I just, I'm loving the vibe. So that's great. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Ugh, yum, yum. <laughs> you have to do that at some point. All right. Yeah. Last question. This question I ask on all my podcasts on season two yeah. is how important is sex in a relationship for you? Mm. Is it ever it's, enough? <laughs> hey, it's, it's so important. It's so important. Like, you know, straight up, like, I don't even know where to begin because sex to me is so important because a lot of, you know, Amanda is one of those women. She's, 50 times smarter than me. And she's a very independent woman. Very, mm-hmm. very independent. She, she's like, you know, like you said, you'd go out there and change the tire yourself. That's Amanda. Like, yo, hey, you can, if you don't call somebody, I'm gonna go do that right now. So if I don't make that move or handle that first, she's going to do it and she's going to figure it out. And there are a lot of, t- like, for example, I told her I was going to change the kitchen lights or whatever, the light bulb went out and I came home and it was done. I was, I was going to do that, babe. But so I say all that to say, she's a very independent woman. So the, the best way a lot of times that I feel like we can connect is when we're in the bedroom. So sex to me is so important because it's me kind of giving back to her and making sure that I'm taking care of her needs on that level um, because she's been taking care of the household. She's been taking care of work all week long. And so um, this, is, this is my time. Oh, here. my and God. That, back, is, baby. that is and, so and beautiful. Oh my God. I, I never looked at it that way. I always thought, okay, this is, this is it. Like they, that's all they want. It's just sex, sex, sex. And then sometimes women are tired. Sometimes women just want to be left alone, but that portion of what you just said that, Mm -hmm. you know, we want, you know, they're independent. We want to give them what we can give them and we can, you know, be able to allow them to feel secured and happy. And, you know, you're able to do, what you can do because she's right. done so much in the house. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Right. That's, yeah. that's a beautiful way to look at yeah. it. I mean, and it is, you know, and for me, you know, I think like, and, and there's that connection when, when, yeah. when it's with the, especially because like, I'm not, I'm not one of those guys. I'm not a, before I was married, of course, I wasn't good at, at the one night stands. Like I had to be connected to you so that the lovemaking could be fire. Because if it's just like, if you just somebody I met, like linked up, I mean, I'm going to do my thing and I'm leaving, Yeah. you know, but, but <laughs> afterwards, like after, if I know you, we have this connection, you know, like me and Amanda, um, like, like after it's over, after the, the kissing and the touching and all that, you know, is over, then there's this, there's this cuddling, you know what I'm saying? And I've yeah. never been one to be, I'm like, yo, babe, let me just hold you now. Cause that, what you just did right there, what we just did was fire you know epic. so yeah. it was yeah. epic yeah you know it's Ecstasy, it's like right oh right it. yeah it, it's like worlds colliding and you know I, I don't know if you know I don't know if I'll ever 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 like get over that so yeah that's that's um, I love that oh that, that that answer was beautiful and you know kid you not like every answer that I've gotten so far has been amazing answers so right. you know uh, and every time I'm surprised with the answer that I'm getting it's just wow there's you know there's never that one fit all answer everyone right. has right. a different answer but every single answer that I've been getting on this question has been remarkable it has been a beautiful answer and I think yeah. it's it's really gotten to to think that you know it's not just all about sex it's there's so much more emotion that so goes into more. it there's so much yeah. more energy that goes into it 
And it's just being with that person because a man can give that sensation to a woman where that is something big for him, right? right something right, beautiful right. for him. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Yes. Well, Ari, thank you so much for, you know, giving oh. me all this information and, and, and being on my podcast and talking about this relationship situation. It's, first of all, there's one thing I want to tell you is your answers were incredible. They were amazing. I could sit oh, here forever you. and talk to you forever. That's, that's something I can definitely do. But I do know because of everything that you've gone through and all the podcasts that you put together and the books and this podcast, there'll probably be a lot of people that want like, Hey, I, I want to know more about how he got mm-hmm. himself into the podcast or how many books has he written? And how do you start? Cause you, you do a lot of that stuff with, um, with Haley as well, when it right, comes right, to right. shout out to Haley, uh, of yes, course, about the, about the book publishing and everything like that. So I want people to be able to get a hold of you and say, I, I want to get more information on, on all of this. So how would they get a hold of you? Um, definitely uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, I think I'm on Instagram as A-Ray the Kid. Uh, you can hit me on Facebook, A-Ray Wright. And then uh, if you do Snapchat, I'm on there too. Like, oh, by the way, like you, if you don't have a Snapchat, post your episodes on Snapchat. Like people love that. I don't know what it is about Snapchat, but my plays always go up. But anyway, um, so I'm on Snapchat. Also, is uh, a Ray the Kid over there as well. Twitter, a Ray the Kid. Just just hit me up. Facebook and Instagram mainly. So, um, hit me up. I'm 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 down to talk to whoever about whatever. If I can help you grow and get your podcast or whatever off the ground, let me know. I would love to help anyone who who needs that help. That's amazing. Thank you. I will put all this information below on the description. So then in case you guys do want to get a hold of Eric, he's right there. He's an amazing person to talk to. He's always cheering you on. I love that. He always says that I'm such a good uh, inspiration for him for podcasting. But really, on top of that, he's really good. He inspires me for who he he is. So I'm, I'm really intrigued on that. So thank you so much. Other than that, everyone, if you're here listening on YouTube, please make sure you do subscribe. It's really, really important for me and everyone else that I interview on here. And if you're on my podcast, just make sure you're also subscribed and, you know, leave us a note. Let us know how it went. And other than that, have a wonderful day. See you guys next week. Bye.